0: so good morning here we are um, in the third of our four uh, talks um, looking at one verse uh, in uh, 1 corinthians 1 corinthians twelve 10. we've had already uh, a talk on gift of miraculous powers and the gift of prophecy and uh, next week we've got uh, gift of tongues and this week is the gift of discerning spirits um, as we look at that list in Uh, 1 Corinthians 12, of the gifts of the Spirit. And um, I just want to say at the outset of this talk, um, just a little bit about the specific and the general. So I'm pretty sure that Paul is talking uh, in this passage about specific giftings. Because he says later on, you know, do all prophesy, do all speak in tongues, do all have miraculous parts? So I think he's talking about individuals who Holy Spirit gives is a particular anointing to be prophetic or to have the gift of healing or to have the gift of miraculous powers but I think there's also sort of behind that always a more general uh, ability that's there for any Christian, so take prophecy as our first example Um, remember from the school of prophecy those sorry the school of prophetic, I'm sorry uh, those who did it, you remember it in detail if not follow the notes offline and and read the stuff but but we teach there that that everyone can hear God's voice every Christian who knows Jesus and and knows Holy Spirit uh, can hear God's voice that's not being gifted as a gift as a prophet and the individuals some individuals in, in our church have got a particular gifting to be prophetic and there's like a definite spiritual gift for individual people but there's also behind it a sort of general ability uh, that all of us have as Christians, same as way as healing. Some people have a particular gift of healing. But doesn't mean to say that not we can't all pray for healing. I um, don't think I have got a particular gift of healing, but there's nothing to stop me praying for people to be healed. If I hear God say, you know, well pray for anybody. Let's be honest about it. There's no problem ever praying for someone. Releasing God's healing because you get a sort of a word of knowledge a word of revelation that God wants to heal this person at this time. Well, go for it. Release God's healing. Pray in faith and authority Jesus, heal this person. And that, it, it seems to me anyone can do that. But there are specific gifts of it. And, and Paul will say at the end of this chapter, verse 31, 1231, uh, earnestly desire the greater gifts. And again, I just want to say that when. Most of us read that verse, earnestly desire the greater gifts. We'll read it individually that I desire the gift of, you know, clearly the gift of miraculous powers is more impressive uh, than whatever the gift of tongues or whatever. But I think that Paul is talking to the church. And I think a little bit it's about church earnestly desire that you as a community have people in you who are anointed as prophets who point people who've got the gift of healing people got the gift of miraculous powers only to desire those things now it is individual as well but it's also a bit corporate that we as a community uh, want to see this gift of distinguishing different kinds of spirits active in individuals but therefore in our community in our ecclesia in our fellowship and the word uh, this this word that's used for discerning Um, spiritual uh, things discerning spirits is used also in Hebrews 5.14 in a more general sense but still as a specific I think spiritual gift where the writer says uh, he's talking about not being able to tell the Hebrew congregation the congregation um, about difficult complicated things he says you still need milk not solid food then he says in verse 14 but solid food is for the mature who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good and evil there's something about that distinguishing good and evil but it's a spiritual thing it's not just saying this is a good thing that's a bad thing it's distinguishing the spirit behind that what what is the spiritual thing going on behind this event i see and yeah i mean some things happening in our world are quite obviously evil it doesn't require any spiritual gift to see that stuff but but a lot of stuff is much more subtle than that and a lot of words of prophecy you have to test those as well. But just in general things, um, I mean, I wouldn't say that social media or email is evil or good, but there are no doubt ways it is used and in, in situations. You can see those who have discernment and can discern spirits that God or the enemy is using that situation for good or for evil. And that's, I think, what's about. It's distinguishing spirits, the spiritual reality behind the things that go on. The classic example that um, people use is Acts 5, um, the story of Ananias and Sapphira. If you don't know it, I won't go through it in detail, but you probably do know it. This guy, Ananias, had sold some property and he gave the money to the church. Amen. But he decided to sell it for a certain amount and then keep some fraction, half for himself, but pretend he gave all the money to the church. The mistake wasn't keeping some money. The mistake was lying. Uh, about it to God effectively and saying you know I've given all of the money to the church and he hadn't really and Peter calls him out Peter discerns it seems from the context of the text by the spirit that there was this lie going on that that the father of lies Satan was got into nice there's a lying spirit behind the act the act was a good act he'd given a lot of money to the church but behind it was a spirit that was deceptive and lying and of course Peter calls him out and the guy drops dead his wife Peter almost uses almost like I don't know human discretion to to work it out almost um, not directly just he gives her a test he says did you sell it for so much he he asks her the direct question "Did did you agree with your husband to do this or was it him by himself he discerns that through a question again a spiritually precise question to deal with that that's the sort of classic i think new testament example of discernment of discerning spirits what is the spiritual thing behind this event between this action behind this person that's what you're distinguishing and it's a, and it's sort of i think again i think jesus teaches it's sort of a binary world you know there's not like god satan or something in between there's either god or satan um there's that thing in luke uh, nine is it um, where, where the disciple thinks John says, Master, we sat, saw someone trying to cast out demons in your name and we tried to stop them. Jesus says, don't do that. If they're not against you, they're for you. Or uh, 2 Corinthians six fourteen, 14, um, where Paul says, For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? You know, it, it's a bit binary. the well, It's either God or the enemy. Either it's Satan trying to enslave any people or it's us uh, building the kingdom of heaven here on earth. Your kingdom come on earth as in heaven. Discernment, distinguishing between spirits, sorry, not discernment, distinguishing between spirits is, uh, it seems to me, uh, applicable to everything in the world and we see, want to see what God's doing behind the stuff that goes on what is the spiritual action behind this physical event that we see but it's particularly true i think for prophecy and and there's particular warnings uh, for us in the new testament about deceptive prophecy uh, and there's always a danger that you get you know babies in bathwater see i think some people have I'm so worried about false prophecy they've just ignored the real gift which is absolutely madness um but jesus says you know false prophets will come out into the world this is matthew 24 isn't it false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I've told you ahead of time. Or indeed, um, 2 Corinthians 11, uh, where Paul describes Satan as masquerading of an angel of light. You know, loving to deceive people and be deceptive. Um, and, and the classic verse, I suppose, here is, actually I preached on this some time ago, if you, I can't remember what it was, when my hair was a bit shorter, so it probably, I don't know week three of lockdown um 1 john 4 1 where he says dear friends do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from god because many false prophets have gone out into the world and so i think perhaps particularly for us as a church and community there's a need to have that ability that gifting in our community to distinguish uh, between spirits in terms of our prophecy um, and what's going on there and yeah absolutely we need to hear god's voice and we need to respond to prophecy but we also need to be discerning and sometimes this sermon i think also just is about you know how it lands and time scale let's just get some of the tools first and then come back to some personal experiences but um first tool scripture we say it every time but it's worth saying again there is not any new revelation or prophecy or word that will replace words of scripture if a word comes, if something is said that disagrees with the clear revelation of scripture, it's tough for the word because it's scripture that's right. Uh, and always know scripture, embed it in scripture, read it, study it, internalise it, allow God to speak through it, spend time in the word. You cannot ever emphasise enough the importance of that process um, because that's our, that's our benchmark and that's absolute and it's fine, but it's often... Um, doesn't, doesn't get you to the point of discerning because, you know, this is a word that, that 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 isn't actually against scripture but that doesn't mean, say, it's necessarily right or right at the right time. Uh, and so i could discern. And then the church. We are a body. We're not called, praise Jesus, to live this isolation. We're called to live it as a community. We have leadership. We have structures that are tested and put together and, and you know, protected. And we have... Others we share stuff with, so we can use that sort of corporate discernment, distinguishing between spirits um, by taking it. That's why we always encourage people who've got words in, in services to first bring it to one of the leadership to discern where that comes from. And, and it may often be that they're the right words, but not the right timing. And Time is an interesting thing, and I won't get into time now because that's one of the one of my geeky things I like talking about, but but it is a really weird thing some of some of again you know i worry sometimes that we try and be too analytic in just in having sort of i don't know theological systems to distinguish things i think god's too brilliant and complicated uh, for us to ever understand so whether this next example is a thing of distinguishing spirits or whether it's a thing of a word of knowledge i don't know but either way you know quite often i get things where for me personally when the holy spirit prompts me perhaps when i'm praying about stuff generally to speak to to send these days an a, a, a instant message or a whatsapp message or whatever a social media message to some individual and the number of times you find out that that was just the right time as that person was going into a tough place or had heard some bad news or whatever um, that, I think that is for me distinguishing spirits that distinguish what's going on in the world or is it a word of knowledge or understanding I don't know who cares sometimes it's timing as much as the actual thing uh, that that you're responding to you distinguish in this situation at this moment in time i distinguish between the spirit of god using this and working through this and the enemy using it to deceive and pull down so so that jeremiah 23 test uh, 20 29 um god says is not my word like fire it's like a hammer that breaks a rock in pieces When God says stuff, when it's revealed by God's word, it's it's precise. It's not generic. It hits. You can sense a bit God's word in that way to us discern that is God speaking to us. And the last is this practice thing, which I haven't really spotted before doing this prep. This Hebrews 5.14, where he says, By constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good and evil. So I want to land on that. I want to land on the fact that I think the word today for us is, as a church is to get into doing this, keep in doing this. And when we see stuff, when we read the news, when we talk to our mates, when we have a, a WhatsApp from someone we've not spoken to for a while, we just say, Lord, what's going on there? What's the spiritual thing behind that? And, and we listen. And we just open to Holy Spirit prompting us to get us a view of the heavenly view of that natural reality that physical reality and see god what are you doing there to distinguish spirits and when we get words uh, i've got um, a couple of words given to me in my last prayer appointment which i'm currently sitting with sitting under try to distinguish not only is that from you lord or is that thing that that that, that says i should do a thing for now or a thing I missed some time ago in the past <laughs> or is it a thing for the future I've got to hang on to I want to distinguish I want to be open with my eyes open to what God's doing so church train yourself in the constant use of opening up to seeing the spirituality behind what's going on asking God that question Lord what are you doing what's the spirituality behind this thing i've just seen or just dealt with or seen and that'll give us great great uh, clarity and precision in the way we can live and work as his people to another distinguish between spirits lord help us as a community and as individuals to be open to that gift that we might distinguish between different spirits in the stuff we see and do in jesus name amen